Okay. Welcome to 2A to B, not 2A to B, <laughs> part two. We can't say parts every time. Oh, yeah, sorry. This okay. episode we are talking about... <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going to talk about the fault fractures. So mm-hmm. it's within neuro. Maybe MSK? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's in neuro, Martin it's loves, in the books. Um, but we'll talk about the fault. Yeah. Tell me about Lefort. So, um, in order for a fracture to be classified as Lefort, it mm. must include the pterygoid plates. That was that's what Real will include nice. it in the Lefort classification. And then, yeah. um, according to the type of fracture, it can then be divided into one, two, or three. Yeah, one is sort of the lower lowest fracture, um, which just ha- is a fracture across the pterygoid plates, but and the maxilla. Mm-hmm. Um, What's it called? Does this one have another name? Yeah. Oh. What's floating? The maxilla? Mouth? No. <laughs> What's an anatomical word for that? <laughs> the mandible's not floating. No. It's the maxilla. Yeah. What's okay. that bit you're pointing to? Maxilla. Oh, upper palate. Palate? Yeah. Floating palate. Yes. Yay. <laughs> also called the floating palate Very fracture. Nice. Um, and then you have um, Lefort type two, mm-hmm. which can also be sort of described as a pyramidal fracture. Mm-hmm. And that um, crosses, I think it's the sort of nasal bones. I want to say the like the lateral nasal bones mm-hmm. and the inferior orbital rim. Real nice. Yes. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Is that enough for two? Um, yes. Okay, and then you have Lefort type three. Very nice. Which is um, sort of extends more laterally, is how I imagine it. Yeah. So I think it also in- includes the lateral orbital um, rim, but also I think part of the zygoma and the zygomatic arch. Yeah. Um, when you say also includes, you don't have to have... It's not like you have a Lefort 2 that then goes on to be a Lefort 3. No, They're it's separate. a different type of fracture. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay, thank Fine. you. Clarify. Um, very nice. So Lefort 1, mm-hmm. you've got a floating palate. Yeah. Lefort 2, you've got a pyramid of breaks. Mm-hmm. And Lefort 3, your face is separate from your cranium. Yeah. <laughs> it's very dramatic. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, and what do you have, have to have to have a Lefort fracture? Pterygoid plates involved. Very nice. Thank you. Uh, it says here, Lefort classification describes a predictable pattern of mid-face fractures, mm-hmm. all of which disrupt the pterygomaxillary buttress and cause detachment of the maxilla from the skull base. Do you know what the pterygomaxillary buttress is? No, hence why I just read the sentence instead mm. of explaining it. <laughs> mm, I don't know what it is either. I would assume that it is the sort of joint between, you know, when you look on an axial, the like palate of the maxilla yeah. then goes into the pterygoid plates. I think they describe it as the pterygopalatine fossa. Oh, bloody hell. So it must be the same thing. Fine. Just is that what you... that area? Wait, did they say pterygopalatine buttress? buttress. Pterygomaxillary yeah. buttress. Oh, sorry. Maxillary. Hold on. Pterygomaxillary. Uh, 
associated pterygomagnetic buttress directs force through the palpebral bone to the pterygoid plates. I just need a picture. I think it's like an imaginary line. Fine. Yeah. Between like maxilla and pterygoid plates. I think so. Fine. Which would make sense. And there's like a few of these. You have ver- to co- it's a vertical. The pterygomaxillary is three, which is basically a vertical line between the lateral orbital rim and the palate, nearly. Yeah, I think more internally. In the bones. But as in behind the zygoma. Because you're not anywhere near palate. And you mean more posteriorly? No, I mean like medially, like underneath. So again, think about an axial CT, think about yeah. where the pterygoid plates are. Yeah. It's a line there, yeah. rather yeah. than lateral. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Fine, fine, fine. fine. So, so let me just... I think, I think it's the, the force of the fractures through that line. Yes, exactly. So Lefort classification describes a predictable pattern of mid-face fractures, all of which disrupt the pterygomaxillary buttress. All Lefort fractures are defined by fractures through the pterygoid plates. Number one. Uh, also called the floating palate. Num- nice. Number two. Pyramidal. Number three. Um, I don't know what the name is. But it <laughs> includes, um, I think, uh, is it inferior orbital rim, zygoma, zygomatic arch? So it's lateral orbital, orbital rim, rim inferior and the zygoma. Yeah. Think about it like that whole bit of your face. It goes off. You have to think of that lateral, uh, yeah, that line. the horizontal line through yeah. the, the mid-eye. Exactly. Yeah. Um, some other little things to know about facial fractures, as we've sort of done yeah, quite yeah. quickly. Uh, tripod fracture, what's that? Oh, tripod. We, yes, I like this one. So this we spoke about in a tutorial about blowout fractures. Um, I just need to remember what the tripod tripod mm-hmm. fracture includes um s- something around the orbit oh yeah so <laughs> it, i think it includes i think is it inferior orbital rim doesn't actually say here yes it? yep yep mm-hmm. and then it's like part of the zygoma two parts i want to say no so uh when we probably can't name consultants on this camera. No. Fine. So when the lady that did that teaching yeah. uh, said it, she said it's called a tripod, but it should be called something else. Quadrupod. Yeah, exactly. And it's because so of it's that bone. breaks. How it, the anatomy of that bone. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, think about a tripod fracture as a disruption of all the zy- zygomatic articulation yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So where does the zygoma Well, articulate? there's a, the zygomatic arch, so Very it must nice. involve that. Yeah. And I've said the inferior orbital rim, but yeah. maybe also the lateral. Yeah. And then the what third one is like the zygoma or zygomatic process. No. Yeah, interesting. It says here lateral orbital rim mm-hmm. and lateral orbital wall. Oh, fine. fine. Which is more posterior, I think. The yeah. rim is like here. Exactly. The wall is like, like yeah. along the back. Fine. Fine. So I would think that as that. As a the zygoma part. normally articulates with the frontal, maxillary, temporal, and sphenoid bones. Yeah. Fine. Oh, so lateral orbital wall is zygomatic sphenoid disruption as opposed to lateral orbital rim, which is zygomatic frontal disruption. Okay. Again, if you think about like an axial where, CT. Where what bone becomes Yeah, what, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Frontal. Yeah. So that's a tripod fracture. Okay. What's the most common facial bone fracture? The most common? Yeah. 
Is it just in very orbital room? Naughty girl. You said oh, nose. No, nasal nose. fractures. Exactly. Nasal bones, most common. Which I had recently, but then I checked on his previous scan and it was an old... That's so boring. <laughs> and it's really annoying. I wish I'd checked on the scan because the A&E reg was like, I think he might have broken his nose. And it's like, if you checked on the previous scan, that's an old injury. Also, you don't need to see to That wasn't the reason. broken their nose. No, it's so like... annoying. Um... Blah, 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 blah. Oh, there's something called transverse versus longitudinal temporal bone fractures. Oh, we did look at that and we weren't that interested. Yeah, we weren't that interested. Yeah. Yeah. And these are much more common. Are they? I think. Yeah. No, they're less common. Less common. (laughs) So let me describe it quickly. So traditional way to classify temporal bone fractures is longitudinal and transverse. Apparently in the real system, it's old and worthless, but it's still quite high yield in the exams. Mm-hmm. Um, the real predictive value, the real predictive finding of value is violation of the otic capsule. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, you've got longitudinal versus transverse. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at, if we're listening to this again, the crack of the core, page 286 diagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so longitudinal, some features of longitudinal it's the long axis. Thank you so much. It's more common. More ossicular dislocation makes sense because of where the. So does that mean dislocation of that in relation to the o- ossicles? No, it means the ossicles in relation to each other. Okay. So like you don't have your ice cream cup in its cone. Okay. Uh, more or less facial nerve damage. In longitudinal. Uh, less. Less. Again, because of the anatomy. Sorry. More or less sensory neural hearing loss. Uh, less. Yes, more conductive hearing loss because you're going through. Like again, think about your oscules. Those yeah. are conductive, aren't they? Yeah. Transverse fractures. So they're the short axis of the temporal bone. They are less common. More likely to have vascular injury. That's why we're talking about it because I had that. Do you remember I had those little bits of free air around the temporal bone? Yeah. And I was like, oh, the jugular vein. Um. Uh, more facial nerve damage because you're like transecting it exactly yeah Uh, and more sensory neural hearing loss because you might go through the cocktail the semicircular naps or whatever yeah yeah is what i was thinking and also just as a reminder the diagrams it's like the fractures through the mastoid air cells just for me to remember yeah that's a good thing anatomically i think that's all i've got to tell you about facial bone fractures let me just have a quick check i didn't i did that all from crack the core not mandel that's naughty well, I don't think that naughty. Oh, I think that's it. And that picture actually is how I was envisaging it from what yeah. we did this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So that was fine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah? Okay. Bye.